over the past 10 years or so, YouTube has transformed from a place to post your funny cat videos to a place that now has web shows, talk shows, sketches, podcasts, and billions of cat videos. This episode, we sit down with Alan Murphy from Evil Iguana Production. Hello. Cue the music. Oh, music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek, and I'm sitting here today with Alan Murphy from Evil Iguana Production. How's Hello. it going, Alan? Good, man. How about you? Good. Welcome uh, to my living room. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, this is the second time we've tried doing this. The uh, first time did not go very well. Yeah, because microphones suck. Yeah. yeah. Or, or I was going to mention how you showed up just totally shit-faced last time. No, no, we're ignoring yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. even remember that anyway, so... Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, there's something about... Th- he threw a lawnmower through a window, and I'm just, like, awkward. Like, I mean, I'd do that sober, but I would definitely do it drunk Yeah, in my living room. Yeah, so we picked up all the glass from the window, and <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> the lawnmower's back where it belongs. And, uh, yeah, we're going to record this podcast. But before we get started on the topic of the day, uh, I'm going to do all the plugs uh, we do. And uh, please uh, subscribe, leave a review, rate us on iTunes. It gives us an opportunity to reach a broader audience when you get those reviews and uh, ratings up there. Um, if you are an Apple hater and don't listen on iTunes, you can catch us on Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, Blueberry, all that shit, <laughs> basically. And we will eventually, more delayed, start making these audios available on our Entertainment Buffet YouTube page as well. So that's an option uh, for the later times if you don't want to catch them every other week. But yeah, so they're every other Tuesday, and you can also catch uh, our sketch work and web shows on Entertainment Buffet on YouTube entertainmentbuffet.com, Facebook, Twitter, all the social medias. We have tons of new stuff coming your way, like some animated sketches, um, some other just original live action sketches we've been working on with some cool uh, new collaborators with Entertainment Buffet. And yeah, that should be all those. Oh, also check out Movie Trailer Trash, hosted by Charlie and Bethany Duber. Awesome podcast where they break down trailers and basically decide if they're going to go see the movie or not. And uh, you can also catch their on uh, Entertainment Buffet as well. And uh, this is a new thing I'm, I'm doing, but uh, just in case, if anyone wants to email us questions or suggestions on topics or episodes, you can email us at entertainmentbuffet at gmail.com. I was really hoping you were going to say AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> just really date yourself there. <laughs> AOL.com. Uh, yeah, you actually did Entertainment Buffet 331 on AIM. And send us, <laughs> send us an instant message. We always have it as an away message that we'll be right back. But, we, we will but we're never back. But we're never back. <laughs> my, my dad still uses, like, the exact same uh, Yahoo account that he, that he set up, like, back in 1999 when we first got the internet at our house. When the um, internet was still getting going. When, like, when it was still dial-up and, like, trying to connect to the internet sounded like you were just, like, torturing a transformer. Like, <laughs> just shoving a cattle prod up its ass and he's just screaming. That's what connecting to the internet was back then. And he's still got the exact same email address. He's he's committed. I think, if anything, he's just keeping it on general principle alone. <laughs> Before we get uh, into the... Uh 
the reason why we're sitting down with Alan and the topic of the week is we're going to do the LOL of the week, which yes. uh, I'll go ahead and kick mine off. Uh, at the time we're recording this, I did uh, another five-minute set of stand-up at an open mic at the Comedy Shrine in Aurora last night. And uh, I saw there was uh, this comedian, he, he looked new, I'm pre- pretty sure he said during his set it was the like second or third time ever doing it, and he's going on and on about something, and then at one point he mentions, you know, when the Chinese attacked us during World War II, and there was like, <laughs> <laughs> and part of us were thinking, is he, is that the joke that he's saying, <laughs> that he confuses Chinese and Japanese, but then he kept going with such confidence that... I was looking around and some of the other comedians were like, I don't think he knows that he said Chinese or the school system in America is really fucked up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this will be my LOL moment. It wasn't like very recent, but it's funny enough. It's kind of connected to what you were saying. Um, A friend of mine was going to be going on a trip to, I think like Arizona or something like that. And, oh no, no, okay. We we were talking about Arizona. I, I forget the actual context. I'm screwing up. But either way... Um, we'll edit this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't uh, seem like a retard. Something came up about a phoenix, like the bird. Yes. And I started going on about how I'd never seen a phoenix before. And how I I would love to see one because I hear they're like really pretty. And everyone's like, you know that's a mythical creature, right? I'm like, oh, really? Oh. Like, I, I thought the whole thing with like a phoenix rising from the ashes, like I thought that was like a myth about a real bird. I thought like a phoenix was a real thing and there was just this whole like <laughs> mythology behind it, like where they came from or something. I had no idea. Like it was just a straight you, up. You thought it was like a bald eagle. They're just hard to find, but they're out there. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I, I thought it was. I didn't think they were actually like on fire or anything like, or like coming out from ashes. Like I thought it was just a real bird. And I'm like, I'm a 27 year old man who thinks this. <laughs> that is. I'm like, I, I pay bills and make adult decisions, and I didn't know that that was not a real thing. Oh God, that's that's awesome. I, I could have swore I've probably done something like that too. So don't beat yourself up about it. You know, my sister did that with nar- with uh, narwhals. Narwhals. I thought you were gonna say Narnia. Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, she thought that those were mythical creatures. She didn't know that those were actual things. Nice. Um, yeah, no, no, that's uh, it's embarrassing when moments like that happen into your adulthood. It's ex- it's understandable if you're like twelve or something, <laughs> um, but when you're like pushing thirty, thinking that stuff, <laughs> you gotta really pay more attention. Be on the lookout for phoenixes though, and let Alan know. <laughs> well, let me know if you see one. Tweet at him if you see a phoenix <laughs> flying around. But uh, so yeah, I'll uh, introduce uh, kind of how I met Alan, and then you can kind of tell everyone a little bit more about yourself. But. Uh, Back in uh, 2008, uh, it was, when The the Dark Knight was coming out. Mm-hmm. I was really excited. That's when, like, kind of YouTube was kind of still taken off, where, like, they were putting, like, official trailers on there. And me and my friends were just watching The Dark Knight trailer over and over. And, like, this is recently after, like, Heath Ledger had died, so, like, everyone wanted to see his Joker. And, like, the trailers were just so damn good themselves that we were just watching it over and over and, like, hoping that they would post a new one <laughs> <laughs> if we watched it enough. And I mean, especially with like the the way they were doing the Joker, like you just wanted to see more of Heath yeah, Ledger, and like they were you, they hit me, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Like it was it was unreal seeing that kind of Joker interpretation, and like yeah. I was doing the same thing. Like I was trying to find every new like still like behind the scene thing, new uh, stills from the movie, new trailers. Um, yeah, I was doing the exact same thing back then. Yeah, and so. What happened the one time was when we were searching to show another friend who hadn't quite seen this, uh, we actually uh, clicked on the wrong video, and it was the Dark Knight trailer spoof 
from Evil Iguana Production, which was one of Alan's uh, that he co-created, where you guys straight up did a shot-for-shot remake of the Dark Knight trailer, but spoofed it. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) at first, like, we were kind of like, like, the first instinct was, damn it, we clicked the wrong one. Yeah. But then we were actually watching... And it was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was so ridiculous, and like it was just so funny how you guys were not just like spoofing the idea, but like literally, if you lined the two trailers up, it's like shot for shot. Yeah. So that's what was so cool to me, and personally, because you know I was around a sophomore in high school at the time, was seeing someone that's only you know a couple years older than me doing that with like his friends, and then I I think I saw in like the description that. Well, like you were shooting in Chicago and you were from like the general Chicago area and I grew up in Geneva. So I'm like, oh, my God, these are these are guys that are like near me. Yeah, we're in your backyard. (laughs) (laughs) They're like just like me who want to just make silly videos and put them online and then to do the shot for shot thing. It was just so cool to me. Um, that to be honest, you were actually a big inspiration to start entertainment. Oh, cool, man. So yeah, you you and Craig, um, you guys are like, hey, they're doing it. I can do it too. <laughs> I just need to find those people who want to come together and uh, make stuff. So, uh, but I'll start. I'll stop gushing. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. No, b- please keep going. You know. Come on, my, my ego has not been boosted hey, enough hey, today. Hey, hey, Alan, can I can I get your autograph before before we're done with the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll sign your tape. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell my wife. Uh, <laughs> so, well, uh, Alan, why don't you tell the for the listeners who aren't mega evil iguana fans uh, a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, but so, uh, so throughout high school, Craig and I were like filming stuff together. In fact, the first spoof we did was it was it wasn't anything that we planned, and we didn't even try it as like a shot for shot thing. It was during a sleepover at Craig's Craig's house. We're just hanging out in the basement, and we were talking about the movie The Number Twenty Three with Jim Carrey. You remember that one? I, I didn't see it, but I remember the trailers. Yeah, like, like really dark. I was movie. like Jim Carrey. What are you doing? Yeah, in this horror movie. Um, and like I'm all for like comedians taking serious roles. That was just a weirdly dark role for Jim Carrey. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up doing the number 47. And I think we chose 47 because where Craig lived, 47 was the channel for Comedy Central. Uh, (laughs) So we just chose that. 47. And we just made it about a guy, and it was me, who was seeing the number 47 connections, you know, all throughout his life, when in reality, he's just extremely bad at math. And just wasn't making now a connection. you're saying, and I'm pretty sure back in the day I watched this once. Yep. But, like, it, now it's ringing a bell. And that, that was one of the first things that we ever put online, too, because this, I think this would have been my junior or senior year of high school, so that'd be, like, 2005, 2006, right around there. Um, yeah, YouTube was really just... It was brand new. Like, yeah. it wasn't even a common thing. Like, if I, if I say, you know, if I want to show you a video, I'm just going to say, oh, did you see this on YouTube? I just assume you've seen it on YouTube. That yeah. was far from the case then. Oh, yeah. Um, this was back when MySpace was still a thing, and they just added the video feature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so the only way we knew how to share that video with people was we're like, oh, we heard of this site YouTube. It was uploaded there. So we just made the Evil Iguana Productions account. Um, threw that on there just to show to our friends. Yeah. And our friends ended up showing their friends at school and their friends ended up showing their friends. And then out of nowhere, it had like 12,000 views. And like, we didn't know, like, that was a crazy amount. We didn't know videos got that high for views, let alone something that we did when we're just dicking around over the weekend. Exactly. Um, and so then that ended up leading to, um... Another board night was us doing the Ellen and Craig show, and that was really the first thing that got any sort of fan base with us. Yeah, which is just uh, 
a sort of uh, office like mockumentary type show about me being really obsessed with becoming YouTube famous, forcing his best friend, Craig, to help him become YouTube famous, who doesn't want to. Yeah. And so it's sort of like an odd couple type thing. Um, and we, we started that one night just because we were bored, same thing. We, we actually were chatting on AIM. That's really funny. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember this very distinctly. We, we were chatting on AIM. and it was This one podcast of, is brought to you by yeah. AIM and Semester. <laughs> They have no money to sponsor us. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have money for this podcast. And uh, so it was one of those like pointless conversations you have when you're bored on a Saturday night in high school. It's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you like just back and forth for like 45 <laughs> minutes? And it got to the point where I'm like, fuck it. I'll just come over and uh, we'll film something. And it just ended up being the first episode of the Alan and Craig show. And we showed it to our friends who liked it. And so another day when we were like, eh, we'll do another one. Let's make it like a bit of an episodic yeah. thing. And then around like episode five, all the episodes jumped from like a couple hundred views to like 10,000, 20,000 views. Now, it seemed like overnight. Now, how far was this either before or after Dark Knight trailers? This before? is before. Okay. Um, that's I'm, what I'm thinking probably like uh, six or nine months before that is when we first started doing that. Yeah, because I'll I remember, like you mentioned, like when you first created the Evil Iguana channel, I'm pretty sure that was one of the first times because, you know, I was still getting used to YouTube as well, was actually like thinking like, okay, this video is cool. What else have these guys in particular yeah. done? Because usually it always just suggests video like the one you're watching, but mm -hmm. it doesn't always suggest those particular creators right. or that from that channel. So I remember actually clicking on Evil Iguana and then seeing all these episodes of the Alan Craig show. I'm mm -hmm. like, yes, they have tons more stuff to look at. Yep. <laughs> so that's I, where I got addicted to that show. Perfect. So, so it worked then. All right. It did. Yeah, that's, that's why I was so glad. I was like, I hope this isn't like the first thing they've done or they did like one and done. Right. Yep. <laughs> but so the, you were starting to get a little traction even yeah, start, before the trailer. Yeah, started getting a little bit of a fan base. We're like, oh, this is cool. People like our stuff. We'll just keep, you know, we like doing this already. You know, we, we do it because it's a good way to keep ourselves entertained. Yeah. And it, it's something that's, you know, very, very fun for us. And, you know, it's just as friends, that's a, that's a way in which we bonded initially. So we kept making stuff. And then when, uh, dark Knight start, like the first trailer came out, <clears throat> Craig was actually the, it was either Craig or I think our buddy Kyle, maybe it was the two of them. I forget exactly how it happened. I wasn't part of the initial conversation, but they decided they wanted to do a spoof of it and just do like a shot for shot thing. Exactly. Like you were saying. And, uh, Interestingly enough, even though historically that is one of our most popular videos, at no point was I ever enthusiastic about doing it. I don't know if I ever told you that. Um, uh, you may have briefly mentioned it. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> like, I saw like I loved doing the original stuff. I loved doing the improvising stuff with Alan and Craig show. It was an original story with original characters. I loved doing that. Like you yeah. can really explore that versus spoofs where. You know, we're basically taking something that was done, and then we just add dick jokes to it. And then <laughs> so, like, I, I was helping out. I'm with failing it. to see the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was helping out shooting that and everything, um, and that, and it was a ton of fun to do. So we got a bunch of people involved. Like they they really got excited about it. Um, Craig grew his hair out so he could look more like the Joker. Had a lot of friends. His mom made this kick-ass Joker costume. I don't yeah. know if you remember that, but like she actually like went out, got patterned, she sewed it together. Well, that was that was the other thing that like I really appreciated was the fact that like you went all out with the Joker outfit, yeah. with the Batman outfit. You know, even like the shot where one uh, I forget who played Batman. It was uh, our buddy Joe. Yeah, he yeah. was uh, like on a motorcycle riding in the Batman outfit. Yep. Like like you guys weren't just half-assing it. Mm -hmm. Like and you made the Joker uh, thug masks. 
Yep. Um, so like you, that's where I was like, man, like these guys are like getting costumes. They're going to the, all these places in downtown Chicago. Like they're going all out. This mm-hmm. isn't like you said, like not that Alden Craig show was like less quality, but like how like that was just you guys. It was it was like it was like an extra like level of like production value that you weren't yeah. used to seeing with like high school guys screwing around with cameras. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like and it didn't. They didn't just look like cheap Halloween costumes right. to me. Like they actually looked like. Holy crap! Did he make a Joker suit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if so, where did he buy it? <laughs> His mommy had to make it for him, which yeah. is even better. Yeah. And so, uh, along the lines of what you're saying, like even though at the time and even now, it's one of those things. Like I, I don't understand why it had so many views. Like I personally don't see it as funny as some of the other stuff that we did, but it was so fun to do because we were so excited about. It. We were putting in all this effort. Like we were. You know, sacrificing weekends just to like go out in the middle of the night with our plastic toy guns and act like we're shooting up the place. Um, it was so much fun, and so we ended up releasing it, and it just blew up like way more than we could have imagined. We thought it was going to be like our first spoof, like the number forty-seven. Like it would hover around like five figures and like kind of peak there view-wise, and it hit a million views pretty quickly. Yeah, and I know at at one point it. People were searching for that video specifically so much that it actually, if you just typed The Dark Knight, it actually showed up before the official trailer That's on the awesome. YouTube search results. Because, yeah, yours was, I do remember, I don't know if it was one, but, like, when we found it, it was, like, two or three. So it was towards the top. Yeah. It's not like some videos, like, you have to search and you have to click, like, three pages mm-hmm. over. Like, yours was, like, you look for Dark Knight trailer, and it was, like, it was right one up or two trailers, then the spoof. Which I, I'm sure really helped us get all those view counts, too. Yeah. Um... And I, I think it only lasted as, like, number one for the search results for maybe a week or so. And before then, Warner Brothers was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, before they're like, hey, YouTube, uh, what the hell, guys? We're giving you a lot of money, and these are, like, guys making dick jokes with their mom's camcorder. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, so that, that ended up happening. And then from there, we started getting a lot more people requesting that we do more spoofs. So that's when we ended up doing uh, we ended up doing Twilight. Um, and... We also we did a few more. I wasn't always big on the spoofs. I didn't really help out too much with those for you know reasons like I said. Um, but that was a big thing along with the Ellen and Craig show. So through that we had a pretty solid fan base. Um, since then YouTube has changed a lot. Yeah, which is um, something we're gonna get into. Yeah. So I mean it's it's not exactly like it used to be in terms of like putting our content and getting the views like we used to. Um, but you know it's it's still a lot of fun to look back at the ways in which I spent my teenage years, my early 20s and stuff, and seeing, like, hey, look at all the people that thought I was funny as hell. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, like you said, like, with YouTube, uh, and this is where, uh, today we're going to talk about, like, YouTube web shows and, like, web-based content mm-hmm. like this. Like, YouTube, like, when I was watching your guys' stuff at that age, I really wanted to do that. So, like, I started writing, and, like, this is probably going to sound like I was just copying your guys' idea, but I was writing a mockumentary show to be more of an ensemble piece, but me and, like, five other friends. Yeah. And, like, I was actually writing scripts. It was one of the first time I actually started, like, terrible formatting. Not, <laughs> not how you write a script at all. But I was still writing, like, the dialogue and coming up with the episodes. And But that was the thing was, like, because I didn't know actually how to get the video from my camera to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that was something I'm trying to research. And then, you know, you only get so much dial-up time or, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever that, like... That was one thing I was talking about. But I never got to actually do it. Yeah. Um, but then because technology kept developing and now it's just so easy. Now you can record something on your phone and just click one button and it's on YouTube. Yep. Uh, that now anyone and everyone's doing it. <laughs> and you know, it, it's a bit of a double-edged sword in that regard. Like it's, it's really great because young filmmakers have this amazing platform where – 
they can put something out there and literally everyone across the world can see it. And that's awesome. Like yeah. that, that is such a cool way that the internet creates more opportunities for people. It makes you realize how hard it is to get this process down to, mm-hmm. uh, first off, come up with the idea. Then you got to schedule like where you're going to shoot at locations, what equipment you're going to use, and then edit it together. And that was still like a new thing in my mind. Like I hadn't quite taken TV classes at my high school to where they actually had Avid. Uh, yeah. as an editing program and then that's where I was like oh like this is how I can put shit together and not have to shoot it in order yep <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I can't and even then rewind, trying to shoot stuff in order and then now. rewind and do it again when it was a bad take um, even but, just using the word <laughs> rewind now is like such an archaic term for like filming stuff yeah you gotta slap it in the rewinder and <laughs> get it back at the beginning but uh, so like talking about like web shows like obviously like with the Alan and Craig show yeah you guys um, that was probably one of the like I said the big ones that inspired me mm-hmm. do you have other maybe web shows that inspired you guys or like I said it was kind of like mockumentary like The Office but maybe stuff on YouTube you know what there was what initially inspired that at least for me because um, with the Alan and Craig show coming up with the general mockumentary style I. If memory serves, I think that was more my drive, you know, between the two of us. And that was because I was in a big office phase at the time. And it, it was, so it was mainly from actual television shows that we sort of based off of. But around that time, we were finding other sketch comedy channels that were sort of raising the bar for us. Um, ones like Derek Comedy. I don't know if you're familiar with them. That's yes. uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, before he was writing for 30 Rock, before he was on Community, <laughs> before he was, you know, had his rap career and everything... Uh, he was doing exactly what we were doing, which was screwing around with his friends with the, with a camcorder and yeah. making funny skits. Yeah. And it was funny as hell. They had the bro rape video. That was their big one. Yeah. And um, mystery men, they eventually did. Yeah. Or mystery team. Mr. Uh, mystery team. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. No mystery men's the one with Kel and Kevin. very underrated movie, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know when you've seen that last, give it another watch. <laughs> it's funny as hell. It's, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But, but, uh, they were anyway. one of them. Um, <laughs> Later on down the road, uh, Britannic was one. I think we got into them a little bit, like maybe a year or two after that. Um, Very similar style to you guys, where not 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 to say that you didn't have other actors involved, but your you YouTube got the same channel, core of people. Yeah, yeah, like your YouTube channel was kind of like Alan and Craig. What are they up to? And then you have a supporting ensemble helping you, and yeah. like theirs was kind of like that too, where it was Brian and Nick. And everyone else, but, like, they're always in all the videos. And you know what? That ended up being the case uh, more than anything else because, one, I owned the camera. So (laughs) if something was going to get made, it was probably going to involve me. Yeah. Um, And, two, he and I were really the only ones who, at the end of the day, like, you know, we'd always have friends coming up to us be like, guys, I've got this awesome video idea. You should do this. And after hearing that for the millionth time, we're just like, oh, okay, what's your idea? Cool. Okay, we'll get it made. Yeah. And then they don't do that next step. Exactly. We were, like, we were the only putting ones. putting the work in. Exactly. Like, anyone can come up with an awesome idea, but until you sit down, grab the camcorder, and you hit the record button, you know, it's just going to be an idea. And we were the only, we were the main two guys within that group of guys that would film with us who would take the initiative to actually get the ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, which is why we ended up being, you know, kind of the face of Evil Ugana Productions. And, like, we also had our buddies who would help us out. They were very funny guys. Had a lot of fun hanging out with them and shooting. Um, but at the end of the day, we were kind of the showrunners, so it kind of became like our exactly. channel, and they were just helping us out whenever they were able to. Yeah, I think that's why, you know, my idea with my friends didn't quite get off the ground, mm-hmm. besides just the scripts I wrote, was because, uh, like you said, 
people are all talk about like they really want to do that yeah. and like do a show and you know be on YouTube and all that stuff. But when it actually comes to like, all right, we got to shoot like three takes of just this one angle, yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna pick the best one later. Like they're like, oh god, yeah, this is work. That's, so that's when it goes right back to what I was talking about earlier with you know being in middle school, being that one guy who's yeah. trying to get something made, and all your other people are like, dude, I don't I, care. I think my problem is I didn't have my Craig. Yep. <laughs> you, <laughs> you go need, back in time, and I'll be friends with. You Craig needed your we'll dumbass little friend Craig, like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, let let's talk about like sort of like over the years how like web shows have kind of like changed on YouTube, like yeah. or like the different formats, like you, you see on uh, like. Some channels like five second films, mm-hmm. you know, they're that's kind of like pre vine, like they did all their stuff in five seconds, yeah. Whereas, like, you guys, uh, and like some other channels go for like the longer, you know, Alan and Craig show would be like sometimes like 10 minutes long, yeah. I think a longest one was like maybe 12 or 13 minutes, maybe, yeah, if not longer, yeah. Like, I mean, what do you think, like, both as a viewer and as a creator, about those differences? As a creator, I like the flexibility of not being limited by. Like a, a certain time limit. Yes. Um, if you talk to some YouTube creators, they'll give you different numbers. Um, I've got one buddy who's got a YouTube channel, and he always aims under the three-minute mark. I don't know why he chose three minutes. It could have just been an arbitrary number, or he could have done his research. I don't know. Some people say five minutes. Some people say, like, two minutes. You know, but somewhere short. And Craig and I were late in the game on jumping on that. And mainly just because... We'd improvise so much, we'd get so much content that we didn't want to cut any of it. Yeah. Um, so as as the creator, we like having more flexibility. As a viewer, I get why someone wouldn't click on a video that's 11 minutes long. Because that's 11 minutes out of your day. Because they could watch four three-minute videos Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so... I understand both sides of the equation, and it's just a matter. It's it's a balancing act. You know, it's it's frustrating as a creator. Like if uh, if we shoot a skit, what happens every single time Craig and I have shot something? Like literally every time, we'll shoot a skit, and we'll be like, oh crap, we definitely don't have enough footage. This is gonna be like a thirty second video. What the hell? We edit it, and then it's ten minutes long. We're like, oh shit, we're never gonna <laughs> trim this down. It's something that someone's gonna watch. Yeah, um, which I'm sure is a, a very common problem that that um, young filmmakers have. Um, it's weird, though, how the short videos and everything has really changed the, the YouTube video community. Yeah. Um, you don't see a lot of sketch comedy stuff anymore, at least on YouTube. Yeah. Um, more and more you see like, things like vlogs and reviews and like, people playing video games and just talking about it. Yeah. Um, not as much of the skit stuff as you used to see you know, about 10 years ago, 8 years ago. Yeah. Um, which, again, kind of goes back to when, when I was saying earlier, the, the cool thing about YouTube is... It's an opportunity for anyone to upload things. Yeah. At the same time, for every like one like killer, well-made, well-thought-out video, even if the production value isn't good, just something that content-wise is mm-hmm. good, you'll get about ninety-nine just shit. <laughs> yeah. You'll get like people who are just get like staring at the camera, giving their opinion about something that no one gives a crap about, um, or some like someone doing the billionth makeup tutorial or, or whatever. I'm not trying to knock on other channels or anything, not burning bridges, but, <laughs> um, it's just that the community has changed so much, yes. um, because everyone can post on there. Sometimes it can be hard to find the really, really good young aspiring filmmakers. Uh, cause I'm looking at it under the vacuum of a filmmaker. Like that's when I see 
people making videos, I go with that eye. I don't look for like vlogs or anything like oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah. See like that's on the same way like uh, I it's hard to look at, you know, whether it's YouTube content or even just like movies, TV shows in general. Once you're making your own, it's hard to not look at it as a filmmaker. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, be, being a being a writer cuz I've been uh, you know, screenwriting for years now. Um, that's almost ruined seeing movies for me at, like at some point because there's very few surprises when I see something. Like I'm yeah. listening to every line of dialogue and I can tell what when they're foreshadowing. I can tell when they're like planting seeds or something's going to come back later. Yeah. Um, completely ruins most surprises. <laughs> um, but you're right. Like Once you start filmmaking, you think like a filmmaker when you're watching. And whether you're watching the theater, whether you're watching on YouTube, you're just going in with that, with that eye. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I, I agree with what you said. Like I see both sides to both the very short um the short videos where they're going for only two minutes and like I've wanted to like with our channel maybe dabble in that, but like it's so hard because like you said, you either don't want to cut jokes or just coming up with something that makes sense to be that short. Right. Because yep. it's like if it's like, alright, if I'm going for something that's only a minute, can that be seven seconds that's posted on, you know, an Instagram, mm -hmm. you know, video? And then you're in the nitty gritty of like, okay, now I'm getting down to like the main joke or the main funny thing that made me want to do this video in the first place. Yeah. And it's so hard towing that line. Like, there's times like, you know, I do a movie review show on Entertainment Buffet. And like you said, like, I as a viewer don't want to watch a movie review that's 21 minutes long or mm -hmm. even 12. I'm like, okay, like how did you talk about the entire movie <laughs> from like first page to last page? Like that's, but like, it, but then also if it's two minutes, I'm like, okay, well, did you even really see it? Cause then like right. the beginning yeah. of the video you're introducing and then the end you're leaving. So really you only talk about the video for a, the movie for a minute. Yep. So like, it's hard to try to get it down to like, you know, all right, I, first edit was nine minutes. I want to get this down to five. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then you're cutting jokes and you're cutting points. And then it's, God, it's, it's this weird, like tightrope act. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good way of putting it. And I mean, I've got a ton of respect for people who can make a killer video that happens to be 30 seconds long. Like one where going right in, they give you a character that you immediately like, and it's doing something that has your interest. And it's got like a, awesome punchline that makes you falling out of your chair. That's hard to do. Like that's, uh, yeah. you know, talk to any short story writer and they'll tell you if the reader isn't hooked by halfway through the first page, then you're screwed. Yeah. And it's essentially the same thing with short online videos. Like you got to get them right away because people have such short attention spans when they're surfing through the internet. Yeah. Well, I think that's even one thing to even like we can get into, um, that probably, and I don't, and I'm curious what you think the percentages of videos on YouTube that are comedy. Like that, yeah. that is like such a popular, and like I know why, like me and like why I've gotten into it with Entertainment Buffet is because like I personally think it's the hardest medium out there, the hardest mm -hmm. genre, I should say. You know, I feel like, not that I've done it personally, I feel like I can write or make something that can make someone scream or, like, get scared, or I can make a drama that could probably make someone cry. Yeah. But, like, it is so fucking hard to think of something that'll make people laugh. You know, the problem is everyone thinks they're funny, which is 
already a strike against everybody because like, most people like aren't. Craig. Yeah, <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna be ripping on this dude through this whole podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm giving him shit. I've really only met him once. We've hung out more than than. Oh yeah, I have with Craig. You know what? I, I don't. <laughs> Craig and I have like that friendship where. Uh, if you hear us saying something nice to each other, you know there's probably a problem there. Like, it, you know things are going well if we're just constantly giving each other shit. Yeah. So, uh, for the listeners out there, I do love the guy. But, yeah. you know, he's a little fucker. Um, uh, yeah, I... The, yeah, the, the, like, the comedy thing being so hard, it's... It's like, how can you... And the thing isn't even just the joke sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is, like, with... Okay, with, like, the Alan and Craig show, uh, it was, like... What angle can you get maybe with this physical comedy bit that'll make it the funniest? Yeah. I mean, really every, literally everything you can imagine, whether it's like the way you're standing, when you blink, when you turn your head. The way it's edited. Yeah. All that stuff. Literally every single thing goes into getting that laugh that you want. And there's way more elements that go into it than most people think. And I'm of the very strong opinion that if you can do comedy well, you could do anything well. Um, whether it's writing, whether it's acting. I mean, look, look at the number of Saturday Night Live performers who are generally comedic actors, but can kill it in a drama. Yeah. Um, if, if you can find that emotional range to find the humor in the absurd, you can easily take that and find the emotional range to do very real things, like know how to react after a breakup in a, in a drama or know how to act scared in a horror movie. Yeah. If you can nail comedy you could do whatever the hell you want. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. And if yeah. you do it right, it's amazing. The execution and like, I'll, <laughs> this is going to sound, I'm just mega fanboy of evil going on, but like, I'll never forget one of the biggest laughs that you guys gave me when I was watching the first few episodes of the Alan and Craig show was, I think it was like your second, maybe third. You were doing one where you wanted to like push Craig out the window. Oh, I remember this one. And yeah. so like, and what's funny is like the idea of like one friend trying to push the other friend out the window. It's like it's not the most original idea in the world, mm-hmm. but the way you guys filmed it and edited it cracked me up oh, because good. you uh, you were kind of having Craig by the window, and then like you turn to the camera, and because it's mockumentary, you're just talking to the camera, mm-hmm. and then like you turn and you like you hear Craig scream, and then like the camera runs up. And it's not like you see Craig falling or he's laying in some weird way. He's literally, like, face first in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's just, like, laying there in this position that I was just cracking up. Uh Like, it just... Like I said, you could have filmed that in, like, six different ways and probably five of them wouldn't have made me laugh as hard as that one. Cool. Like, and that's the thing that's so difficult with YouTube uh, content is... I've had some of our earlier sketches. Like, the idea was there... But then when we actually shot it and then we got down to the editing and whatnot, it just didn't it didn't play how we wanted to. Right. Yeah. That's what makes it so damn hard. At the end of the day, we know we're on the right track if we're having a very difficult time filming it because we're too busy laughing at what's happening. Um, when we find ourselves not doing that, we don't you don't always realize it in the moment, but then when you're in post and you're editing it and you're trying to get that timing in there the way that you want it to go and it's just not working you realize that you're just, you were trying to force a joke and forcing a joke down an audience's throat is really hard to do well I guess one thing I also wanted to, to talk to you about is you guys have done at least a, a few different web series uh, mm-hmm. web shows whatever you want to call it officially um, 
do you guys prefer or like what do you think and this can both be like I said with your own work and just as a viewer do you like more serialized or episodic content as a writer I I really really like more serialized because I'm a big fan of shows like Arrested Development 30 Rock um, shows like that you can plant seeds with characters and jokes episodes in advance if you want to and then the savvy viewer will catch on to it and like they'll spot like those moments where like you really crafted your writing and they'll appreciate that. Yeah. And I see that. Like I can watch Arrested I've seen all can of Arrested you, Development like yeah. ten plus times. I was gonna say Arrested Development and Community are probably the biggest Yeah. That, that. That's a great example where you'll go back <clears throat> and watch it again. And it's like you're watching it for the first time all over again because you're catching things, like knowing what's coming up later on, you're catching more jokes that actually relate to it. And then you watch it the third time, you're catching more. Watch it the fourth time, you're catching more. I love that. So as a writer... It's layers. Exactly. As a writer, that's a goal of mine is to be able to have something that's that tightly written, something that's that clever, something that's that smart. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, as, as an actor... A lot of times it can be more fun to create something that's more in a vacuum, um, where you can just create a fun, crazy character for this one thing, let it roll, and then just be done with it. Yeah. Um, I'm always a fan of knowing when to walk away from a story or, or any sort of scenario that, that you're filming. Um, a lot of times people, they'll make one video that's pretty good, and they'll be like, oh, that was pretty good, now I'm going to make 50 more. Um, a lot of times you got to know when to just be like, no, this is one good solo idea. Let's just leave it at that. Let it be what it is. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that too. So, I mean, it's, I like both of them for different reasons. Um, so like we've, we've done the Alan and Craig show. We just released a show called, uh, called Vigilant. And, uh, so that, so that one is more serialized. Um, and I like being able to do both. We do the skits, we do the the series, and so it kind of gives me the best of both worlds in that regard. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, which, by the way, just to see the difference both in technology and just how you guys have grown is, like, look at Alan and Craig Show and then look at Vigilant. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys, the, the high-def cameras, the, you know, the more locations yeah. with Vigilant and, just like you said, a connective tissue of a story mm -hmm. opposed to just, you know, the silly shit Alan and Craig are up to this episode. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's crazy to look at. And, like, that's what's so weird <laughs> about how we eventually met was, you know, I saw your videos, like, almost 10 years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're both, you know, years later making all this shit. And, mm -hmm. you know, you, you and Craig were able to perform at the uh, Entertainment Buffet live show. Yeah. And I remember I was just telling those old friends that I wanted to make those videos with back in high school. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, you remember Alan and Craig? They're like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I know them now. They're like. What? Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? Like, they're kind of like, fuck you, Brandon. Like, no, you, no, you don't. <laughs> like, you guys are these huge YouTube celebrities. And that's that's another thing with YouTube and web shows is the fact YouTube celebrity. <laughs> yeah, that's such a weird thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, something that, like, you think of celebrity, you think of, like, Tom Hanks. Like, right, yeah. Uh, like, Julia Roberts. Like, these big names that are in these movies every year. And then now YouTube, you can just say silly shit once a week. And then you're pretty much have a as big following, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, frustrating for you know people like us who like actually put a lot of effort into a lot of our writing. And stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Like wh these people that come on here with these vlogs and they're just like, yeah, I was walking here today and this fucking happened and then this 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 billion views. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then we're like writing scripts, 
you know, uh, doing shot lists yep. and <laughs> the, but along the lines of what you're talking about earlier with, uh, like, you know, telling your friends that, you know, you remember they're like, Oh, that's so cool. Like back in like 2008, 2009, like right, right <laughs> when we were, uh, right when we were sort of peaking, I guess, in terms of like viewer count and subscribers, um, it before, wasn't before you blew it. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it wasn't uncommon for someone to stop me or Craig on the street and be like, Hey, are you, uh, you know, Ellen and Craig show? And what was always funny is they'd always be so nice and excited to talk to Craig because his character <laughs> was so much nicer than mine. My character was an asshole, like a borderline sociopath. That's awesome. Who just treats his friend and everyone else in the world just awfully. Yeah. And then they'd meet, they'd meet us and they'd be pretty excited to talk to Craig, a little <laughs> unsure about me. But like, I'm a friendly guy. Like if someone meets me, like I'm going to go up and give them a hug. I don't know if I know them. I'm like, Hey, great to meet you. Oh, let's take a picture. You know? And they're like, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. And then they're like, Oh, like almost, almost without fail. Every single one of them has been like, Oh, I thought you were going to be mean. I'm like, you know, I'm acting right. Like that's, <laughs> I'm not just this filming my a life. documentary. Yeah. This it's is a mockumentary. Exactly. <laughs> it was always so weird. And then at, at one point I had to think of myself, I'm like, man, does the world think I'm a dick? <laughs> and that's another thing too. Like, YouTube kind of metamorphosized into such short content that like Vine with like six, six, seven second videos. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. Like, have you, I mean, what do you think about like that in general? Or like, did you guys ever want to get into that? I try, I had a Vine account for a short while and I'm like, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I try, I tried, um, I don't know if it's just a matter of me not being clever enough or just me thinking in like, you know, approaching filming and everything differently. Um, I just had a hard time doing something that short. So like Vine just wasn't, I'm not built for Vine. There's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot of people who are like that quick and that clever and like know how to use such a short time to get the left that they want. Awesome. I'm not that guy. Um, yeah, it's because if you think about like, yeah, like Joe, uh, Comedy is always in three parts, you know, it's like the, yeah. the, the beginning, like the pitch, like the setup and then the, the punchline. Yeah. And like to do that in seven seconds, mm-hmm. that's almost like each thing has to be done in one point, like five or two seconds. Like what? Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> the writer in me gets so frustrated trying to do something that short amount of time yeah. because I'm used to taking the time to make these characters that you like. Um, a lot of the screenwriting that we do, Craig and I are working on screenplay right now and you know, most of what we're doing, like we want people to love these characters right up front. So we're taking the time to really make you identify with them and, and want to know what's going to happen with them. Um, that tends to be my approach is it following the sort of traditional pattern with that, which is also part of the reason why we haven't been doing a lot of YouTube stuff anymore. We're focusing more on longer things. Yeah. Um, well, know, I think that's the next step. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it is going from the shorter web shows, the, the sketches that are just one-offs, and then eventually wanting to tackle short films. Yeah. Or eventually, you know, a feature, mm-hmm. which, you know, like, I've written, but just the idea of actually shooting that is, like, the... I've Dude, done sh- it's a headache. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I've done a short film that was, you know, about 15 minutes, and that took months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and just thinking about tackling something being, like, an hour and a half... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, especially I don't know like like but we do everything on no budget. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Same so thing. like try to do it on no budget. You're like, oh god, there's only so many places we can guerrilla video before the police are like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> god, 
Yeah, we, we've had the police show up plenty of times while we're filming stuff. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't been shot, to be perfectly honest. Um, <laughs> like when we were doing the Dark Knight trailer spoof, there, there's the uh, the scene in the in the movie where the Joker is in the middle of the street shooting his oh, sh- God. Sh- shooting his gun at Batman, doing the whole "Come on, hit me," you know that thing. So we're doing that in the middle of the night in Wheaton, Illinois, <laughs> which is like this like small, wholesome, very like church going town. Yeah. And Craig's out there dressed up like a sociopathic clown <laughs> with a gun. And I think like toy guns, you get have that little uh, orange, orange cap. Yeah, we broke gotta, that off. Yeah, you got to paint over yeah. it. Or tape, yeah. Um, so if there was a cop with an itchy trigger finger, Craig would have just been lit up. Yeah. Especially now. Like, you know, that oh, tends to be a thing you've seen on the news more and more like. Luckily, in 2000, you know, at that time, the culture, you know, police and everything was, you know, a bit more different. And also, we just happened to meet, like, a really cool cop that night. Like, he <laughs> came by and he just drove up and just sort of casually, like, uh, what you guys doing? <laughs> and we're like, uh, like, we immediately showed the camera and that was a toy. And we're like, oh, we're just shooting a video for YouTube. He's like, oh, can I get a picture of the Joker guy? And uh, we're like, uh, yeah, sure. So he posed for a picture with Craig, and then he yeah. just drove off. He's like, yeah, oh, if a car comes, get out of the street. And like that was all he cared about. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so just, yeah, just don't get hit. There's been a few times where, in retrospect, we're like, wow, we should have been shot or arrested. <laughs> yeah, uh, gorilla video is very, very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, as we're kind of wrapping up here, like you, you, you guys are kind of jumping from web shows to more short film content, mm-hmm. like. Have you wanted to full on just like, are you going to keep posting those on YouTube or are you, you like- know what? Um, we, we had a conversation about, I'd say maybe six months ago, um, because we were trying for a while. All right. Here's the thing with YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll find websites. Shit's gonna I'm sure, get real. Let's hear I'm sure there's even books out there with people like giving you sort of like best practices for having a successful YouTube channel. The problem is YouTube is still a very new thing. What just web content in general is yes. so new that no one actually knows. Yeah. What, what happens is something works for one person, other people copy it, tends to work for them. So then people think, oh, that's kind of a rule, you know, under three minutes, that's going to be a successful channel. But no one actually knows. Yeah. It's such a it's such a new technology. It's such a new community, and it's it's changing. It's it's constantly evolving because it's on the internet. Even look at movies; those have been around for decades, and they still don't know how to do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's good ones out there, but there's still lots of yeah, shitty ones. Everyone's still fucking up constantly because like they'll follow the rules that have been set and have been successful in the past, and it doesn't work now, and no one knows why. Yeah, it, it's a constantly evolving medium, and so we we were trying to follow patterns that other channels had had done. We were trying to follow the sort of guidelines that others had set that were really successful. So we were trying to put out a video a week or a video every two week, um, two weeks. Uh, we were trying to keep all of our videos under five minutes and we were trying for under three minutes. And it got to the point where what I was telling you earlier, I'm like, we know we're on the right track if we're laughing hysterically between shots. We were getting to the point where week after week we're shooting videos and like we're just kind of doing it because we feel like we're supposed to. Yeah. And we weren't really doing ideas solely because they were ideas we thought were funny. We were doing ideas out of fear of losing subscribers. Yeah. And we sat down one time and it was me and it was Craig and uh, a few other people who, you know, just kind of help us out with stuff on the YouTube channel. And we were trying to come up with like sort of like our next game plan. And I'm like, listen, guys, I'm like, I'm not even having fun with this right now. Like, I love filming and I love working with you guys. I love hanging out with you guys. I'm like, in terms of the final product, though, 
I'm not exactly proud of everything we're doing, going though. Going through it's, the motions. Yeah, we're going through the motions, and it's it's forced, and it's because we're trying to follow other people's rules. Not We're not doing right by us. So after that conversation, we're like, okay, we're just not going to – we're going to put out videos when we want to. And I don't think we've put out a video since then. It was about six months ago. <laughs> um, with that being said, like, I've got a couple ideas on my sleeve that I'd like to shoot soon before fall comes. The, the YouTube community has changed so much. Back in 2008, 2009, it definitely was more of a platform to really escalate comedy writers' careers. Look at Donald Glover. Um, great example of that. He started off dicking around, making fun videos with his friends, then he started writing for 30 Rock, then he's in community, now he's in movies, he's got his rap career. Um, he was able to use that to show, to highlight his skills and then create a career out of it. Now with YouTube, when you get people who are becoming YouTube famous, when you get people who are making millions of dollars, it's usually people who are vlogging, people who are doing YouTube tutorials, yeah. people who are doing video game stuff. So we had to sit down, we're like, okay, our end goal here, like we'd like to have a career in filmmaking. And more and more, it seems like YouTube isn't always necessarily the best route for that. Yeah. So now we're exploring other routes that we weren't exploring then. So now we're doing more short films and submitting to film festivals. Um, there's uh, web festivals. That, that's a new thing, like web-based content festivals. And it's great for networking. It's great for meeting other filmmakers, meeting producers, um, getting in contact with the right people who could potentially help you turn this into her, into her career and get you on, on set for features and stuff. So, you know, we did the whole YouTube thing for a long time. We're still going to do it. You know, we're, we're here and they're going to be doing stuff as we want to. Um, but now we're like, okay, let's take the stuff that we learned from get, going on YouTube, things that we learned about, you know, acting together, writing together, directing, editing, all that stuff that we learned. Let's get better at all of it and kind of bring it to the next level. So that's why we haven't really been doing as much stuff on YouTube lately. It's, you know, I'm pushing 30. If I'm going to be doing uh, more Alan and Craig show episodes where I'm running around shirtless with a plastic army helmet on. You need to pay the bills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not going to pay the bills or get me laid. So, you know, let's, <laughs> let's be real here. Yeah, I, and I completely understand that. And you're completely right with the fact that it is still so new. We like to think that we understand it, but by and large, we don't. We've got numbers and data, but we don't always know what to do with it or what to what to infer from it. Exactly. And, like, YouTube in itself is always changing. Like, uh, one, like, little thing is, like, we used to always look at how many views does it have. Mm -hmm. Now, YouTube has, has pretty much come out and said, we're not looking at how many views you have. We're looking at how many minutes watched. Right. So do you have a five-minute video and someone only watches a minute before they click off your page or a or second? Do, or do they watch, you know, four and a half to five minutes, you know, yeah. and then you know that it was a successful video, you know, yeah. at, at least for that particular viewer, yeah. Which absolutely. now that's the hardest thing is because at the moment, like, with our personal channel is the average view time is, like I said, I've tried to crunch the numbers. Like, this is the stuff I actually study opposed to doing my day job like I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a bank but I'm really just on YouTube like just studying what to make our channel better and it's the average view time is like two two and a half minutes okay yeah and so I'm like do I need to make everything that short right yeah <laughs> it's because that's how long people on average are sticking around mm -hmm. but yet again that new minute thing's only been around I want to say the past year or so like it's that's also still new yep so <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a continually evolving community which is why when someone tells me that they know more about it than someone else, I don't believe them. <laughs> like no, yeah. no one knows. They, they may be able to see a trend, but that doesn't mean that it's a rule. Yeah. Uh, it just means it, it's something that worked for one channel and maybe a bunch of channels, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. Yeah. 
Well, uh, we'll kind of wrap up here and uh, basically to sum up, you know, we, we know a little, but no one knows a lot about YouTube. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, if you were hoping listening to this that we'd give some secret on how to get, uh, Alan would give us some big secret on how to get all these views, we don't. Ha! We wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a damn thing. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on uh, to the last segment of the podcast, which is I hate people. I hate people. Yeah, fuck people. So basically, <laughs> mine this week is uh, internet commenters. Okay. So one thing that I do uh, with a site called moviepilot.com is you can, it's a free site. It's sort of like YouTube, opposed to going on and making videos. You go on and you can write content. You can write reviews of movies, uh, set photos, analyzing, you know, like just any discussion topics comes to movies, TV, pop culture. And I've been writing with them for a couple of years now. I wrote an article like top five ways to fix Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I won't get into my review of it, but, like, basically it's a film that it's either loved or hated. It's very, very controversial. So this commenter came on and said, oh, like, I'm sick of clickbait, like, commenting on my article. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but but do you know what clickbait is? (laughs) (laughs) Because clickbait is this horrible thing that I wish goes away soon, which is where someone says, like, Oh my god, the reason behind this is or like this. you'll never believe what happens. Yeah. yeah. Like the one I fell into a hole the other day was like the reason Game of Thrones is being delayed is the worst ever. Yeah. And I clicked it and it's just because they're waiting for it to be colder out because the next season's gonna be during winter. <laughs> that's not that's, worth it. <laughs> that's not the worst thing. But I, I felt, you know, I got baited into clicking. And the fact that this person said that my article, which was uh, a countdown like top five ways to fix this movie mm-hmm. that that's clickbait like I'm not luring you into something this is just like this is my opinion do you agree or disagree and it happens to be a list of things but like you're giving an explanation of everything yeah. like you're, you're delivering what you're promising uh, right? yeah like I'm not saying like the real reason it sucks right. you know and then they're like oh well what is the real reason like it's it's just five ways I think it could be better mm-hmm. so like that's just one of my huge things is like internet commenters like if you're gonna insult someone or like throw around terms like clickbait, yeah, know what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> know what you're talking about Ur- first before you try to do. Urban that. Dictionary is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's this great thing that you can look up uh, what this means, and it'll gladly tell you. But uh, I'll uh, I'll calm down a second. And uh, all right, so Alan, uh, what's your I hate people? Uh, I hate people who get into really, really, really heated political Facebook comment debates. <laughs> that shit drives me bananas. Yeah. At the same time, I can't stop reading it. Like, <laughs> like I don't participate in them, but the, the most frustrating part is when you just see someone with just a complete absence of any sense of logic. Like, political positions aside, like, if, like, if I disagree with you, but you can make a solid argument, I'll at least respect you and, like, and, and, and I'll continue the conversation with you. But if I... If I see someone give their thought on a political issue and someone responds with, shut up, fag, or something like that, like, <laughs> if that's the best way that you can try yeah. to win an argument, you are the worst kind of person and you should probably walk away from your computer and read a book or take a nap or wear a helmet. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, seeing that, just a complete absence of logic or just any sort of like normal politeness or tact online and it's just just straight up hate in the comments i hate seeing that i hate those people yeah those are the people i hate yeah it's it's again it's people not doing their research yeah and they're just throwing out things and it's like but 
do you know what you're actually saying? <laughs> because that's not what it means. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, so after those, I like to always do like a inhale, <sighs> exhale. All right. All right. All right. All right. I feel better. Yeah, yeah. fuck All people. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Alan, it was great having you on the podcast. Uh, we'll definitely have to do it again soon. Yeah, man, for sure. Check out Evil Guana Productions yep. on YouTube. Uh, and feel free to plug anything else you want uh, to people to check out your social medias or website, anything like that. Yeah, we rarely check ours anymore. So uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check us out on YouTube, watch our videos. That's the most important thing. If you want to find us on uh, Facebook, just look for Evil Guana Productions. Uh, we'll post funny stuff on there. It's not us like, you know, doing serious political shit or anything like that. It's us really poking fun at the world and finding ways to laugh at it. So, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Tumblr, we've got an Instagram account. We may even have a Snapchat, but don't send us dick pics. Um, (laughs) unless you want to, I don't know. We'll send lots of dick pics. (laughs) We'll just screenshot them and send them to our friends who would like to see it. So just know... You know, <laughs> it will be seen. Uh, but yeah, ch- check us out across the board. We're on most of the social media stuff, and uh, we like posting funny stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you want to see uh, just a little bit of Alan and Craig on the Entertainment Buffet channel, uh, we posted all the clips from our Entertainment Buffet live show we mm-hmm. did this past January. So check out their uh, stand-up set. It was, it was pretty funny seeing their dual stand-up. Uh, that, that was, was the, weird to do. That was the first time we ever did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it was just such a weird thing to see these two guys that kind of inspired me to start making YouTube videos that they're coming to a comedy show that I'm producing and then going up there and just killing it. Right on, man. So, uh, yeah, check uh, check them out there. Check out Entertainment Buffet channel, new sketches, animated stuff coming your way. Subscribe to the Entertainment Buffet podcast on iTunes. Rate, review, all that stuff. Or check us out on Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, or Blueberry. All that shit. Whatever you want to do. But uh, anyway, that's all I have. Thanks uh, again for coming on, Alan. Thanks for having me, and, man. And uh, fuck Craig, right? Fuck Craig. Fuck yeah. that <laughs> Please tell him to listen to this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Some, Don't tell him. Just like, you, He'd probably be disappointed if I didn't say fuck Craig at some point. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> He's probably like, this Brady kid doesn't even know me. <laughs>